Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. And thank you for being here with us. 888-900-3393. Also, Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, with Joe Manchin caving in, Kirsten Cinema is the last hope to stop this Joe Biden tax and spend bill. The GOP has put a nice montage together uh, with Joe's promises and lies. Uh, check this out. Guaranteed, a promise. I've never broken my word. Anyone making less than four hundred thousand dollars will not see one single incredible. penny in their That's tax incredible. Rate. President Biden breaking his promise not to raise taxes on the middle class. The Senate Democrats look to fast track a bill that multiple now nonpartisan experts say would raise taxes on nearly all Americans. I'll give you my word as a Biden, no one making less than four hundred thousand dollars a year will see a penny in their taxes rate. The average tax rate for nearly every income bracket would increase. I will not impose any tax increase on people making less than $400,000. Taxes will rise by $16.7 billion in 2023 on Americans earning less than $200,000 a year. No one earning less than $400,000 a year will pay a single penny more in federal tax. Joe Biden has drawn the line at $400,000 a year. The, the committee does say it would raise taxes on people below that line. Wow. Wow. How how do you make statements that strong and then go back on them and then ignore it? Yeah, okay, well, I said 400,000. What I meant was 10,000 a year. <laughs> That's right. That's what I meant. I meant 10,000. Sorry. So, yeah, your taxes will go up if you make 10,000. It'll go up if you make 30,000. <laughs> It'll go up if you make 60000 If you have ever <clears throat> had a job in your life, your taxes, your taxes are, are going go. up. What did he say? A couple of doozies in there. Obviously, we heard the, I give you my word as a Biden. Yeah. But I love that I love at it. the very beginning where he says, <laughs> I've never broken my word. Oh, God. What? Bro. What? Do you know you? Wow. Uh-huh. I know. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, he admittedly lied. What was it? He was on, uh, was it? Um, oh, oh, John Stewart? Yeah, it was we John Stewart. did this on Overtime, I believe. Where he said, day. you know, I tried these things and it yeah. didn't work for yeah, me. Yeah, so. I, I said my uncle worked <clears> in the coal mines. Uh, turns out he, he went to uh, Lehigh University and he was a, you know, engineer, <laughs> whatever he said, you know. Mm-hmm. So I've tried that crap before, John. You know? it, it didn't work. Yeah. He, he lies all the time. He lies about lying. Yeah, the other thing we played in Overtime was <clears> the... The, the repeated times that he has uh, plagiarized speeches. Yeah. I mean, that's that's yeah. his thing. I mean, as a politician and as a Biden, Jeez. that's what he does. So, yeah, our last hope, Kirsten Cinema, And we don't know how she's going to vote yet. Um, we know that she mm-hmm. is concerned about the 15% corporate tax increase trickling down to employees. So that's, uh, that's of concern. But uh, she wants apparently more money spent on green energy. <laughs> mm. What? There's like four hundred billion already in this bill. Right. Yeah. You so, want more? Uh, uh, okay. Uh, uh, no. They'll probably give it to her. Yeah, probably. And then they'll pass it probably. regardless. <laughs> of course they would. I mean, absolutely they would. Here's what he said to John Stewart uh, oh, oh. years ago. 
Here, oh, Joe Biden. Here, here's that clip. Hey, look, everybody tells you just, you know, don't take any chances because the truth of the matter is I've got myself in trouble. And uh, hell, I might be president now if it weren't for the fact I said my uh, I had an uncle who was a coal miner. Turned out I didn't have anybody in the coal mines. You know what I mean? Really? I tried that mm. crap, you know, about, you know, <laughs> it didn't work. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I actually oh, that's really it. funny. You believed it. I I believe it. You know, I'm from Scranton, Pennsylvania. I figured there had to be a coal miner somewhere in the family. <laughs> Nothing, huh? Nothing. Coal, it was an engineer. I mean, the guy, you know, we were Irish, you know, uh, and the Irish, I thought the Welsh and the English owned the deal. And I, we must Took have been Took a stab in the dark. You thought it was coming up. in the dark and I found out he graduated from Lehigh. I mean, what can I say? <laughs> <laughs> Not as humble as we thought. No, Damn. No, I tell you. That's really funny. Yeah, that's, that's hysterical. So you've been lying the whole time. You've been mm-hmm. uh, trying to make it out like you're somebody you're not. That's really funny. Mm. <laughs> uh, and look how much more alert and... Oh, my gosh. I mean, a different it's person. It's night and day. Wow. Yeah, what was that, 2004? Yes. Crazy. Jeez. Yeah. And I might be president now. Yeah. Well, uh, thankfully, we... Sadly. We were able to make that happen. Mm-hmm. Despite all your stinking lies. Uh, and your fraud, and your plagiarism, and your corruption, ABC, and your son's corruption, <laughs> and your brother's corruption, and your sister, and your daughter, and everybody you freaking know. <laughs> Jeez, give you my word as a Biden. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll take that right to the bank. Uh, red states have fared better economically than blue states post-pandemic thanks to an influx of new businesses and growing populations of remote workers from other parts of the country. According to economists, Republican-led states have added 341,000 jobs and grown economically compared to the start of the COVID-19 pandemic, while blue states are still short 1.3 million jobs. Hmm. According to the Wall Street Journal, citing stats from the Brookings Institute, interstate migration inflows have fueled disparities in economic growth and benefited red states because American workers, as well as major American businesses, are attracted to lower costs of living. No. Really? <laughs> huh. <laughs> I need an economist to figure Strange. that one out. Yeah. Yeah. How about that? A welcoming business environment and even certain social policies, economists uh, told the Daily Caller. Red states have also fared better because their lower tax rates appeal to workers. What? Wow. (laughs) The top 10 states for new residents, 2021, averaged a maximum income tax rate of 3.8%, with four of them charging no income tax at all. Mm. Business owners seeking a more favorable business environment also likely drove migration dynamics. The The average ranking in Forbes Best States for Businesses Index... For the 20 states with the most new arrivals last year was 8 out of 50, while the average ranking for the top 10 states for outbound migrants was 33 out of 50. Okay. That's, I don't get it. Yeah, we don't really need. Yeah. I will <clears throat> say that if you uh, are in a red state, or in a blue state, excuse me, and you're moving to a red state, um, maybe, uh, maybe, maybe think long and hard how you vote. And, and why you left yeah, in the please. first place. Yes, please. I, I, I will say that I frequent uh, <clears throat> the Walmart in Roanoke, Texas. 
I, I've, I go there quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed that, man, a lot of masks lately. What is the deal with the masks? And it occurred to me that uh, an eight-minute drive away is the, uh, the global headquarters of Charles Schwab that just recently relocated from San Francisco. Oh, wow. And I believe they're moving there and showing how they think. Mm-hmm. And that'll probably translate into yeah. lots of good blue votes coming into the area. I, too, have noticed a lot more mask wearing uh, wherever I go. But here's the thing. Uh, while we were, we were averaging last week, the week before, about 128,000 new infections per day. Uh, well, that's a seven-day average. It's down to 116 now. 116,000. So that's still a lot, but it's down over 12,000 per day on average. And we're still in the 400-some deaths per day. Uh, 463 right now. It was 415 last year at this time. So things are coming down. Mm-hmm. And yet, uh, the mask wearing is going up. And I don't, I don't get the sense, again, in Texas, that there's any kind of really big spike in people getting infected. Is there? I mean, I, I guess there's a few people that have gotten it that I've heard of lately, but it was it's not like it was in January. No, where no, everybody had no, it. No, no, no. There are some cases. Um, it's. I mean, it's still it's still out there. I mean, it's, it's a still part lingering. of our life now. Yeah, it is. It just is. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you're just gonna have to live with it now. Thank you, China and Dr. Fauci, for making this a reality. But no, it's nowhere near what it was, and people need to stop panicking. I think at the height, we were, were we at a, like 800,000, 900,000 a day? Something like that. It was a lot. It's like close to a million people a day being infected with it. And everybody just got it and then moved on with their lives, for the most part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rand Paul, uh, <laughs> you know, he's he's got this gain-of-function hearing um, going on there mm-hmm. in Congress. And he says, look, if the GOP takes over, we're going to have him here under oath, and we're going to get to the bottom of this. So, yeah. I mean, we'll see. Fauci? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Fauci will retire, you know, between November and January. I'm sure. They can still call him, though. Sure. Uh, the spike in search in the search phrase, sell my home fast, oh, illustrates no. oh. home sellers' concerns, who are now on high alert due to... Uh, to the possibility that the U.S. is entering a recession or has entered a recession, leading home prices to crater. Within hours of the latest GDP report, which raised fears that the United States could be entering a recession. Yeah, it's already in a recession. (laughs) Well, there's some argument there, Pat. Yes. um, Come on. (laughs) Online search volume for sell my home fast spiked a whopping (laughs) 2,750%. (laughs) <laughs> that's so funny isn't that funny that's fun you know when you waited this long yeah. to sell your home and then uh you know everything's uh crashing that's crashing, great that's yeah. just it's a good laugh good feel oh man yeah shortly after the commerce department released the report on july 28th revealing that the economy showed a negative growth for a second straight quarter shrinking by an annual pace of 0.9 percent home sellers hoping for higher housing prices to continue are now concerned <laughs> Yeah, you should be. Yeah, you you really, really should be. Yeah. Okay, good. You wanna yeah, good. Uh-huh. Let's revisit um the COVID numbers real quick here. You had said the daily average. The daily average did get up to eight oh six thousand. Wow. The 
the very pinnacle was January 14th of this year. New cases on that day, 933,000. Wow. <clears throat> That's about when I got it. Yeah, me too. That was right around that time. That was my second round of fun. Good morning. <laughs> All right. Everybody, what a beautiful morning to get COVID-19. <laughs> and so, so the cases are kind of... Uh, uh, sorry there, Robbie. They're kind of ramping up a little bit here, as you can see. Toward mm-hmm. the, uh, it's you. leveling off right, now, though. Right. So, yeah. So, it's level. It's kind of... But the deaths are staying down. I, yeah. Yeah, right. because it's a milder strain. Right. So, deaths have not skyrocketed, despite the fact we have had a little bit of a spike in infections. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I'm sorry to do this again, but you can see. See how the, see how the cases went up and then mm-hmm. flattened out? Mm-hmm. Down there's the deaths at the same time. Pew. Interesting. So there you go. It's a much less severe strain that our immune systems yeah, are battling. Thank now. goodness. And Biden was all proud that I didn't go to the hospital. Trump did. Oh my gosh. And, but now I got it again, and that didn't happen. What are we up Trump. to? Like three rounds now for him? Because he tested two. positive again yesterday, right? Oh, he did. Yeah. <laughs> Because I, I, I don't know that he ever tested negative. Though. That's what I'm uh, saying. Yeah, the second time, I don't, yeah. I don't so think he I think has. he was trying to get out of jail yesterday, and they're like, nope, nope. get back in there, old man. Good. <laughs> I mean, no, I wish he'd been completely COVID-free. Yeah, that's, sure. what, that's what I wish. <clears throat> sure. Uh, Wikipedia, Wikipedia has implemented restrictions for new and unregistered users who try to edit its page about recession. I thought, I, yeah, I thought you always had to have like an account. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Apparently you didn't, and now that's what this whole thing's about. So according to The Hill, new users and anonymous users will be able to make changes to the recession page, but their edits will be subject to review from volunteer editors. Hmm. Okay. The definition of recession has been under intense debate since last week when the Commerce Department revealed U.S. domestic product GDP fell fell by an annualized rate of 9.9%. 0.9%, that would be very bad. 0.9% during the second quarter of 2022. This followed a 1.6% contraction in the first quarter. Uh, traditionally, two consecutive quarters of decreasing GDP mm-hmm. is a recession. But now, it isn't a recession, <laughs> according to the administration. So... Uh, how do you feel in your life? You know, we're the ones who know if we're in a recession or not. Does it feel like a recession? I think it does. I think it feels like a recession. And uh, if I don't sell my house, it'll really feel like oh, a no. recession. It'll okay. really feel like one. Oh, but uh, Actually, you know what? I wouldn't be that bummed because I love the house. I, yeah. I, I wouldn't mind not leaving, just leaving or not leaving my house mm-hmm. and just not selling it and uh, live there. Just continue to live there. You know, it, we don't really need that space anymore because pretty much everybody's gone now, mostly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... Uh, you turn it into an Airbnb. That's, you know... Because you're such a people person. Yes. And you love meeting yes. new individuals. Uh, and especially just, people I don't know sleeping in the same residence. Right. That'd be awesome. Oh, man, that'd be fun. Right? Wouldn't that be fun? I, uh, right? <laughs> so that's your plan, right? That's the plan, Sure. Sure, we'll turn just part of it into a uh, Airbnb. Okay. Yeah. Sleep we do we... have a room uh-huh. where we could do that, and it has a separate entrance. Oh. So, uh, yeah. They, they could get to the rest of the house then, though? 
They could, but oh. we could put a lock on the door yeah, that yeah. leads to that one and uh, lock that up. That way you don't have to sleep with one eye open. Then they could have access to the pool. Oh, wow. And make some extra money. Is there a fridge down there or up there or whichever room mm, this is? No. No. See, you got to put But we could put in, something in right? there. Could probably work something like that. Might help you toward that monthly home payment. Yeah, and then meet all kinds paying. of new people. And then you meet the people. Meet all like. kinds of new people, which would be really wonderful. Because you do know me. I love it. <laughs> I love small, small talk with people I don't know. I love it. If you end so, up uh-huh. listing your house, like a room or whatever, on Airbnb, mm-hmm. let me know. Okay. Because there's directions to your house on the Airbnb. <laughs> and then I'll finally... I'll have to pay, but You'd I have will to pay. finally yeah. get there. Yeah. And then what a surprise it'll be when you open the door and you're like... Hey! Hey! You, you made it. You aren't supposed you to be here. Found a way. Ah, oh, that's great. <laughs> that's because my credit card uh, got charged, <laughs> Pat. That's how I ended up here. <laughs> uh, we're happy to take your thousand dollar a night fee. That's great. All right. Wow. <laughs> okay. Uh, then you will never yeah. see me there. All right. Well, darn it. It'll work out. Darn it. That's too bad. <laughs> Uh, you know what? We might be running out of food faster than we realize. Farmers are planting fewer crops because of inflation and fertilizer shortages. And there's a very good chance we'll face more major food shortages soon. That's why you need to get emergency food now before it's too late. Go to preparewithpat.com. You'll save $50 on a four-week emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply. I was just looking at my uh, stash of my uh, Patriot Supply food again, and uh, it's completely intact because it stores really easily. It's really convenient, and you pull some of it out and and eat it just to remind yourself of how good the food is. Mm. The thing is, this is emergency food, but it also tastes great because they take a lot of care uh, and put a lot of effort into the taste of this food. They want it to be really good. Um, and your family won't go hungry, and it won't be something you know miserable for you to have to put up with because, again, the food's delicious. Most of all, you'll be prepared for whatever happens next. Go to preparewithpat.com, save $50 on a four-week emergency food kit. It's a great deal, and it will give you peace of mind when things get rough. Your order is shipped fast and free. It arrives in unmarked boxes for your privacy. So go to preparewithpat.com. That's preparewithpat.com. Pat Gray Unleashed. So, uh, San Francisco Federal Reserve President Mary Daly just said, uh, well, let me... Let me play the uh, okay. So yeah, there was the video of it. Okay, what should we do first? Read okay, so it? here's what I would say. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of reporting this morning online that my gosh, look at uh, Marie Antoinette, uh, the president of the Federal Reserve, San Francisco, and it's uh, Mary Daly, and people were reading this quote. Do you have the quote right there? I do. Yeah. So re- read this quote because the way it was being presented was <clears> that <throat> she's so out of touch and she's an elitist, and and I thought I got to mm-hmm. find this video. Which we did, but here's the quote. See what you think. I don't feel the pain of inflation anymore. I see prices rising, but I have enough. I don't find myself in a space where I have to make trade-offs because I have enough. And many Americans have enough. All right, so people were pointing out she makes $422,000 a year. 
Okay. Uh, right. And, and so they were saying, she yeah, has enough. Okay, yeah, we, we got mm-hmm. it. You, you're fine. I mean, every I'm fine. That, that's how this was being painted. Like, it seems mm-hmm. fine to me out there. So here is the actual audio from her Twitter Spaces interview she did with someone. And you tell me if it's if you take it the same way. Where are you personally seeing the impact of inflation in your own daily life? You know, I have to say that I live, you know, I'm, I don't like the pain of inflation anymore. I don't feel I see pain. prices rising, but I have enough that I can make substitutions, that I can do things. So I'm not immune to gas prices rising, food prices rising. I sometimes balk at the, the price of things, but I don't find myself in a space where I have to make mm. trade-offs because I mm. have enough. Many, many Americans have enough, but mm. I am... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm see regularly and i recognize what it feels like when you don't have that situation when you live so close to the edge of your income Mm. that raising prices actually force real trade-offs you may not be able to go to the vacation you want you may end up you know instead camping or doing a staycation or eating Mm. your what you used to eat out to do you eat your hotel because you can't really afford getting (laughs) there and then going out to dinner once you're at the hotel hotel and i see all of that so in my daily life I see Cheap. the rising prices, mm-hmm. but I'm fine uh-huh. because I have a sufficient mm-hmm. income to make those trade-offs. For other people, that's not the case. And right. those are the people uh-huh. that this is so important for. Okay. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Yeah, It's I mean, about the same both ways. Uh-huh. Okay. I mean, it, there's a lot more context right. with what she said there. Sure is. Yeah. Now, she did lose me at the, oh, you're going to order room yeah. service instead of go to the restaurant. Because <laughs> that's really cheap, and uh, we can all afford that's, that. That's where we're cutting back. No, what I like to do is sometimes just uh, drive into the downtown area and stay at one of the uh, Four Seasons down there and uh, and just order room service because yeah. it's a really affordable way we can eat. Yeah. You know? Then you don't have to like mm. tip as much. That's for sure. <laughs> right. I mean, right. I, I, she she kind of lost me there. <laughs> yeah. With the well, look, maybe you don't take the vacation that you want. Mm-hmm. Maybe instead of going to Paris, you know, you just right. go to I don't know Spain. It's not quite as far. <laughs> you you go to you go to I mean, Barcelona instead of Paris. And that's what she was asked. You know how <laughs> how is it affecting you? Well, look, uh, look I'm going to be honest with you. I make a buttload of money so it's not really bothering me so much yeah that's kind of that's kind of what she said you know i know people are having a hard time but i'm not one of them because i make a lot of money mm-hmm. okay <laughs> so someone broke it down uh on the interwebs this morning four hundred and twenty two thousand nine hundred dollar annual salary mm-hmm. every month she's mm-hmm. bringing home 35 grand mm-hmm. every week that's eight thousand and every day she gets to go home with one thousand six hundred and twenty-six bucks. Ta-da! But look, so I, I don't really have to make have the to, trade-offs yeah. that you do. I mean, I'm not immune people. to gas prices, but let me tell you where <laughs> they get me is the restaurants, <laughs> the high-end restaurants, and I have to order room service instead. Uh huh. <laughs> I don't know. It's hard, you know, when you're, I guess, in the Fed Reserve, and somebody asks you a question like that. Yeah. What are you supposed to say? Yeah. And one thing, I, I listened to the whole interview that she did mention was uh, they're not done raising rates. It sounded like I mean, between that's crazy. now and the end of the year, we could see another point. And it's already gone up a point and a half because yeah. it went two, uh, three quarters of a point moves, right? They've yeah. had two of those already. Yeah. Uh, okay. Stop. Stop. Well, they're going to overreact because they always do. They always do. 
Yeah. And the Federal Reserve uh, generally sucks. And so they're a problem rather than a solution to me. I, I, I don't think it's going to help, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. Also behind closed doors, Democrat Senator, uh, Senate Chairman dismissed Biden's pursuit of Iran, the Iran deal as fantasy. Hmm. Oh, and uh, somebody recorded that? Oh, boy. Oh, wow. Unfortunately, mm. despite severe overtures from this administration yeah. to engage in a constructive dialogue on Iran's nuclear program, a return it's to nuclear. the 2015 deal is not only unrealistic and unproductive, mm-hmm. it is a fantasy. Uh-huh. Iran hmm. is drawing out negotiations with delaying tactics and brinkmanship. Mm. And Iran continues to advance its nuclear program in the face of nuclear! the international community's censure. <laughs> These people. <laughs> uh, the nuclear thing drives me out of my mind. Nuclear. No, it's nuclear. You're an adult. Okay, look at the word. <laughs> look at the word and sound it out. Uh-huh. Nuclear. Okay, all right. So that's interesting, though, because remember <clears throat> we had we had the uh, the negotiators. We mm-hmm. had members in a mm-hmm. hotel lobby, mm-hmm. and they were saying how they got more than they could have wanted from the Biden administration in this deal. Yeah. And now, what are they? They're still going after more? Why don't you sign the paper already? But good. I don't right. want to make any deals with Iran. Shut no, up. We shouldn't be. And they're not going to abide by any deal they make with us anyway. Thank you. Thank you. Does anybody really believe that if you sign a piece of paper with the Iranians that they also sign that everything's fine now? Okay, well, we don't have to worry about that anymore. <laughs> There's not a chance they abide by any deal they sign. So, you know, stop being so naive and let's move past this. Jeez. That's, that's why Trump did away with the deal in the first place. Yeah. He knew it wasn't worth the paper it was written on. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also uh, at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. You know, dozens are uh, have died in the middle of the country. Places like Missouri, Kentucky, with the terrible flooding there. And uh, of course, the Democrats have to make political points about it. Here's what Kamala Harris said about this on. Uh, I think this was Sunday. Mm-hmm. For years. Our nation and many of us have discussed, have lamented, have talked about the threat of climate change. For years, we debated the potential impact that climate change could have on our communities, on our country, and our world. And today, we know the impact if folks weren't clear about it before. Just watch the evening news. No. Wait, what's and see. But the time for debate is long past. Can't stand it. Oh, and all the lemmings. Yeah, right. That's right. Climate change has become a climate crisis. And a threat has has now become a reality. Mm. In recent days, deadly floods have swept through Missouri and Kentucky. They're not even pretending more Washing positive. away. In fact, stop. I can't take it anymore. <laughs> I just can't take it. They don't even pretend. Yeah, no. Not to take advantage of weather events and not and and specifically say, don't confuse weather with climate. They don't even do that. They don't bother with it anymore. Yeah, never let a crisis go to waste. Right. Every single weather event means climate change. Every single event, whether it's flood, whether it's drought, whether it's snow, whether it's lack of snow, every single thing 
means climate change. I just, wow, it's hard to take. Well, Gregory Wrightstone, who wrote the book Inconvenient Facts, debunking Al Gore and the climate change alarmists, sent us uh, this note about the flooding in Kentucky. Mm. Recent flooding in Kentucky caused a Vice President Kamala Harris to link it to climate change, and one resident told Sky News that the flooding is the worst I've ever seen. That's likely true, but not very meaningful in terms of weather or climate history. His grandparents and great-grandparents, however, witnessed much higher floods during their lifetimes. A much larger flood occurred in 1913... Mm. When phenomenal amounts of rain fell over a one-week period, the river reached uh, widths of two to five miles in parts of Hopkins County. (sighs) That flood was eclipsed by the largest flood on record in Kentucky during January of 1937. 21 inches of rain at Hopkinsville. Finally, precipitation records show no increase in precipitation for Kentucky. (laughs) No increase increase in precipitation for kentucky to summarize the recent flooding in kentucky was tragic but not unprecedented and not related to man-made climate change at all look at that graph that's rainfall there in kentucky for the last uh how long is that that goes back 40 years 40 years of rainfall you can see we're actually down yeah you can see there were bigger spikes before today (laughs) like much higher than right now they're such liars, liars, yes. such lying sacks of crap. <laughs> oh, I can't. I, I can't. I just can't take it. <laughs> I'm I right can't. there. I can't. I can't. The end. Case. <laughs> Pat Gray unleashed. Some tweets here. This is Deep 42. Tweets about the uh, San Francisco San Francisco uh, Fed chief. How does she survive on just $422,000 a year? Hmm. I don't know. It's a mystery. <laughs> you know, in San Francisco, that's uh, it probably is difficult, frankly, to survive <laughs> on $422,000 a year. I'm going to see that because there is <clears throat> a salary comparison thing, you know. Yeah, I mean, that's... I'm going to look that up. It's probably like making 80000 in Iowa. <laughs> uh, Vern Lundquist tweets, I'm too wealthy to be inf- inf- affected by inflation, but that doesn't mean I'm too high and mighty to forget what it feels like to have to order room service over a five-course meal at a Michelin f- star restaurant. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Lone Wolf 2965, if I stay at Pat's B&B, can I get a wake-up call from Jimmy Stewart or Yoda? Well, yeah, for $1,000 a night. Yeah, it'll include that, I think. That's the uh, that's the least I could do. But it, does it have to be at three a.m.? Can they pick what time? Yeah, they the, can pick what. Yeah, well, uh, as long as it's not when I'm on the air, you know. Yeah, because that'll that'd be difficult to uh-huh. stop the show and then have to call somebody uh, <clears throat> as Jimmy Stewart or Yoda. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, from the View, here's how Ron DeSantis's political team responded to a wonderful invite from the ABC talk show. The View guest host, uh, Anna Navarro, slammed Ron DeSantis on Monday for focusing on drag and said that she has not yet seen a kid who dies from being exposed to a drag queen. Well, hot take. Oh, isn't it, though? (laughs) Gosh. (laughs) Man. I mean, we don't know what's going on mentally with them, how Mm -hmm. you've messed them up. Uh, Spiritually, 
mentally, emotionally. We don't know any of those things, but they haven't died. Okay. <laughs> Asinine. That should be the argument for everything. Well, did it kill you? Yeah, right. <laughs> these are the dumbest women, maybe on the planet, and they're all in one little location right there. Uh, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis's office had a blistering response to ABC News' The View after the liberal daytime talk show asked the Republican governor to appear as a guest. Uh, Fox News Digital has confirmed that The View extended an invitation to DeSantis. And Deputy Press Secretary Brian Griffin shared his office's official response to the offer. Uh, Thanks for the invite. I understand that you're sending this request on behalf of your team. But are the hosts of The View really interested in hearing from Governor DeSantis about all of the important work he's doing on behalf of Floridians to protect their health and livelihoods, to stand up for parents and children, and to defend freedom? DeSantis's deputy press secretary then asked, which of the below statements from the hosts of The View do you recommend our team consider when deciding if the interview with would uh, the interview would be a genuine pursuit of truth. Okay, so here but we the, go. But of course, in the actual article, it's if the interview oh, no. with be a genuine pursuit of truth. Again. <laughs> That's what threw you off. I don't know that I ever read an article without some sort Correct. of screw up in it. It's almost like a crossword mm. puzzle. It's like now you're just mm. looking for the typo in the article. Yeah. Because it's there. It is there. It's a puzzle. DeSantis's office offered four examples, including jo- Joy Behar calling the governor a homicidal sociopath, nice. Sonny Hostin declaring him to be a fascist and a bigot, Anna Navarro calling him an anti-black, <clears throat> and Hostin criticizing his policies as anti-black history laws. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, despite the fact that he would destroy, oh, he would destroy the them. coven women... Uh, but that's a great response. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we, we understand. You're going to be really fair to this guy because here's what you've called him. I mean, that's brilliant. Yesterday, uh, Ron DeSantis called for doctors who perform gender surgeries on minors to be sued. Here's what he had to say. Talk about these very <clears throat> young kids getting gender-affirming care. They don't tell you what that (laughs) is. is They're actually giving very young girls double mastectomies. They Mm -hmm. want to castrate these young boys. That's wrong. And so we've stood up and said, both from the health and children well-being perspective, you know, you don't disfigure 10, 12, 13-year-old kids Mm -hmm. uh, based on gender dysphoria. 80% of it resolves anyways by the time they get older. So why would you be doing this? I think these doctors need to get sued for what's happening. I'm sorry. Mm. Mm. Please run for president. 80% of it resolves? That's that's the first time I've heard that statistic. 80%? Wow. Well, then that, I mean, that makes it unconscionable Mm -hmm. to be doing something drastic to the body of a teenager uh, before they've had a chance to see if it's going to resolve. Right. Uh, DeSantis, by the way, has instructed schools in Florida to ignore Joe Biden's new federal guidelines of uh, inserting gender ideology into school curriculum counseling. Mm. So he's just like, no, not here. That's great. Love it. Uh, There's also supposedly a big announcement coming today from DeSantis's office. 10 a.m. Eastern. We have no idea what it is. He is in an election year. They said this was not campaign related. Right, yeah. So 
business it's policy or related. Yeah. So some kind of policy is going to be announced. Uh, Nikki Freed, who's running for governor against him, held a virtual <laughs> press conference in which she asked to field questions from members of the media. Okay, now's your chance. And here it is. Along with a couple health experts. And this uh, is that, what happened. Um, we'll go ahead and open up for any questions okay. from the media. Here we go. Um, for the media that is here today. And maybe if there's any other questions, too, that, mm-hmm. or anything else you want to add when they're answering the questions, okay. you know, feel free to also. All right. Here All we right. Go. Good. Good. Journalists, if you have questions, please type them into the chat box. Just type them into the old <laughs> chat box. Yeah, just type them in, journalists. Yeah, and we'll just sit here and okay. answer them we'll for wait. you. We'll wait for a second. <clears throat> any, any questions that you have? Just anything, really. Go ahead and ask your question now. <laughs> We're just waiting for your questions. Operators are standing by. To come in, and uh, we'll read them right to her. Questions, Sheffrey, do you want to go ahead and wrap it up? Yep, wrap it up. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Wow. <laughs> embarrassing. Embarrassing. Really embarrassing. There was... So, either they were so bored... <laughs> They couldn't think of anything to ask her, or yeah. they just didn't show up for this online little chat. Uh, that's amazing. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. Were there no journalists online? I don't know, because uh, there are several Democrats. I-, I looked this up. I think it's August 23rd. Yeah, August 23rd is Florida's primary. I mean, that's not a lot of turnaround time between no, the primary not. and the general, but she's one of the Democrats. Uh, <clears throat> that is. What I don't understand, and maybe good folks in florida can explain to me whenever you see an official in the desantis administration come out and have a press conference or whatever we played like the florida surgeon general just a couple days ago it's just dynamic just great people run these offices how is she she the head of the ag department is that right agriculture department but she i I, so i don't understand did he not get to appoint her because she's terrible, mm-hmm. and I don't understand that dynamic mm-hmm. there with Florida politics, but uh, I really hope that, that DeSantis can get reelected, no problem, and then focus on 24 nationally. Just amazing how Florida has turned around. The, the whole perception on Florida, remember back in the early mm-hmm. 2000s, mm-hmm. was like, this is an incompetent, stupid state that can't <laughs> get anything right. Uh-huh. And now, under DeSantis. Yeah. You look to Florida as a leader instead of Texas. I mean, it for is for conservative uh, thought and policies. Speaking of freedom, is Florida? It is in the United States of America. It is, and it should be Texas. And, and it pisses me off. It's who, not. Who was the governor in Florida the year two thousand? Pat, do you recall who that was? Could it have been a Jeb Bush? Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's Ugh. right. That explains it. Jeez. Mm. <laughs> they went through some bad ones too. I mean, Charlie Crist sucked. And he's isn't he running again? He's the one who's running again. Him yeah. and Nikki Freed are are. I'm, he's not running as an independent. He's running as a Democrat, right? Yeah, and so they're they're the ones that are aiming for DeSantis's job uh, this fall. Yeah, good um, luck with that. No way, no way do they beat DeSantis. I hope. <laughs> Wait, no, no, <laughs> that would be a, a major disaster. Uh, all right, guys, what's the first thing you notice when you look at a photo of yourself or look in the mirror in the morning? If it's your hairline, a bald spot, you know, keeps can help you change that. Two out of three guys experience hair loss before they're 35. And just about everybody experiences it once, you know, you hit middle age and beyond. Hair loss is tough. Uh, You see it all the time. You're self-conscious about it, but you don't have to be. Whether you're looking to prevent hair loss, stimulate hair growth, or take care of the hair you have... 
Your Keeps physician will help you select the right products and develop a personalized hair-saving routine that works for you. It's really easy. There's no waiting rooms, no pharmacy visits. Keeps is delivered straight to your door at about half the cost. So if the bald jokes are wearing thin or you're just sick and tired of being self-conscious about your hair, visit keeps.com slash pat. Get 50% off your first order. That's K-E-E-P-S, keeps.com slash pat. Pat Gray Unleashed. Okay, so the NFL did, in fact, decide that they're going to appeal the decision on uh, Deshaun Watson's six-game suspension, right? I think they want a full year. Correct. Yeah. And... What does he care? He's been guaranteed $230 million regardless. However, so if it's a year-long thing, he would have to uh, apply for reinstatement. And the NFL is now talking about a monetary fine associated with his punishment as well. Of $230 million? Well, <laughs> no. I don't, I don't <laughs> yeah, know probably yet. not. Yeah, yeah, Probably not. But where this takes an interesting turn, Pat, this is far from over. So... This could end up in federal court, in which case he could play week one until mm. the legal process Until it's figured out, out right? yeah. yeah. But what the NFLPA has said, and now this is starting to come back to the surface with this dragging on, because he was given six-game suspension, league says not enough. Here's a quote from back in June that's now coming back around from the NFLPA. If the league means what it says when it says that owners are held to a higher standard and will be subject to more significant discipline for violations of the personal conduct policy, uh, the manner in which Snyder, Kraft, and Jones were handled by the league becomes directly relevant to the manner in which Watson is handled, too. In other Mm. words, you want to revisit uh, Robert Kraft's uh, massage parlor visits? Right. You want to visit wow. Jerry Jones' accusations against him, yeah. Daniel Snyder accusations? Let's go. Uh, yeah, the cheerleader thing yeah. that Snyder had going on. This could end up destroying the league, I think. If Jeez. if you're going to air the dirty laundry of owners, just <laughs> yeah, take, we don't. now you want to go back and go, okay, the six games, we're good with the six games. Yeah, sure. So I don't know, man. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. Wow. That's... A pretty solid move on the part of the NFLPA. <laughs> Jeez. Because, yeah, they don't want none of that. I mean, Robert Kraft got off scot-free on that thing. They, He got almost no stink placed on him at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Isn't there video? Huh. Like, yeah. Wasn't there reports of video? Yes. Or? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yes. And I never saw it. Did you ever see it? No. No. Uh, Jeffrey, Nobody- did you see it? It's on the dark web. Okay, thanks. Nobody talked about it, uh, and he just skated from that thing. It's just amazing. So we shall see. The the NFL, Hmm. after Roger Goodell, who is leading this year-long suspension fight, after he huddles up with his owners... He may come back and go, nah, yeah, never mind. <laughs> never mind. You know what? We thought about, we rethought it, and six games is perfect. We're That's gonna, about the perfect length. I think we're going to leave it there. Yeah. <laughs> but you yeah. remember the Browns were very crafty in the way they were only going to pay him, what, a million bucks for the first year? That way, if he did get suspended for a year, he's not losing that much money, and they still they pay the bulk of it later. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was pretty neat. But now they're talking about, 
unprecedented amount of money for fines uh, for a fine on this. And uh, and again, if this does go the route of litigation in a federal court, dude could be playing week one. Wow. Into you know, and, and then and then they'll wait till the the punishment comes down from the. Uh, Judicial system. Uh, it's a mess. It's crazy. It's going to take forever to play out. It's but crazy. <laughs> we'll see where it goes. And then, by the way, preseason starts tonight. Oh, it does? Yeah, Hall of Fame game. Right. Oh, my gosh. The Hall of Fame game is tonight? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Isn't that right? Uh, let's see. Uh, let's I know see. it's Raiders and Jaguars. August 4th? That's really soon. Yeah, Thursday night, August 4th. Yeah. Here we are. Ta-da! <laughs> That's incredible. That's incredible. 104 degrees. And uh, <laughs> football season begins. That's great. Okay, good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know that everybody's got our weather. <laughs> no, they don't. Yeah. But, yeah, the but it's, it's hot mostly, yeah, it's I think, in most parts of the country. 86, chance of rain today up there in Ohio. So, okay. Uh, hmm. So it's warm. I mean, it's summertime. That's what happens. Uh, <laughs> yeah. KJP was, of course, awesome yesterday, as she oh always is. Speaking about executive actions Joe Biden is taking with abortion. From day one, when uh, when the Supreme Court made this extreme decision uh, to take away a, a constitutional right, uh, it was an unconstitutional, unconstitutional no. action by them. No. A right that was around for almost 50 years. Uh, a right that women had to make a decision uh, on their bodies uh, and how they want to start gosh. their families. Uh Wow, is she hideous. They had a constitutional right for 50 years, never mind, Pat, that the, that the Constitution was 200 and, well, let's see, since 1991, 50. so 231. yeah. Mm-hmm. 1791, what did I say? I'm not going to tell you because did you I say not anyway if I do. Did I say 1991? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> no. I mean, that's just an exclamation, <laughs> right. really. I'm not really And then really we elected Bill Clinton, you. and it was all over. So, yeah, you were probably right. 1791. <laughs> so 231 years. Mm-hmm. Um, but 50 of those uh, were a constitutional right yeah. called abortion. And how dare you try that's, to change that? And even though you didn't have to change anything, because it's really not in the Constitution. Not from 231 years ago, not from 50 years ago. It's never been in the Constitution. It never was. It never will be. Well, it could be. I just <laughs> doubt that it ever will be. But if if you want to make it a constitutional right, there is a process by which you can do that. Give it a shot. Yeah. Um, and that process is called intimidating judges. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's not the process, actually. And the process is not executive actions from the president of the United States either. There is a process. You can go through this you can go through the states mm-hmm. or you can call a constitutional convention and you can try to get your will done that way. See if you can do it. I'd rather just get a bunch of skanky liberals to scream at judges and outside government buildings until we get our way. Well, is they're that doing not- that right now and and uh, that seems kind of effective, but it's really not. So, uh <laughs> yeah. Plus it violates federal law. Oh, Ted but- Cruz spoke to that yesterday in Washington. Awesome. Mm-hmm. He's awesome. <laughs> All right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. He's Pat Gray. He's unleashed, and he's on the blades. Some tweets here. Uh, Steve Gates tweets: The Democrats have the nerve to say that they have the right to be. Uh, the Democrats have the nerve to say the right 
have become extremists as they defend children attending drag shows at bars. Thank you. <sighs> yeah, it's, I mean, it's a fun world we're living in right I now, huh? Yeah. Isn't it great? Can't make sense of it. Just Too Muck and Futch tweets, what time can Nikki, Nikki the... Uh, oh, Nikki Freed? Yeah. The egg... Secretary, uh, Secretary in Florida, in Florida running for governor against DeSantis. What, what time can Nikki start taking questions from journalists? Is there a number they can call? No calls yet? That's interesting. That's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Sarah the Roma uh, regarding Deshaun Watson. It's not really a punishment if you're still making millions. Mm-hmm. Or in his case, hundreds of millions. $230 million. Guaranteed. So he might not play it down in the NFL. They guaranteed his money. I don't. I don't know that they have a way out of that, frankly, because he, they knew he was in this situation when he signed the deal. So there can't be a clause that says, "Hey, by the way, if you molest twenty-four women uh, and allegedly. you settle with twenty-three of them, allegedly, <laughs> then then this is null and void." So there can't be that kind of clause because they were in the middle of it. I am so grateful for the Cleveland Browns as a Falcons fan because there's always going to be a franchise that's run more stupidly than ours. That's pretty stupid. Because, you know, the Falcons thought they had him. They thought they had him. They were showing Matt Ryan the door. And then at the last second, Cleveland came in. I think it was the guarantee. It was something that they were like, yep, we're going to Cleveland. And thank you, Cleveland. For jumping, yeah, for guaranteeing every penny of for it, for cutting ahead of the line, and for the Falcons and save the day. The biggest guarantee in the history of sports: two hundred thirty million dollars guaranteed. That's nice. Asinine. That is so. That's a sweet deal for Deshaun Watson, who might not might not play again. Who knows? Maybe. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what he did with these women. Uh-huh. I have no idea. But must have done something because he settled with you know all but one of them. And, you know, of course, maybe he just didn't want the hassle of going to court. I don't know. That's <laughs> okay. a possibility. I suppose. That's yeah, that, that, that's, that's a possibility. Yeah, okay. Sure. Uh, there's a, sure. There's, a, there's Deshaun Watson's attorney, <laughs> uh, Pat Gray and Sons, <laughs> chiming in here. <laughs> well, you never know. He wasn't convicted in a court of law. No, right. So you never know. Innocent until proven guilty. And times are tough. So, <laughs> times are tough. So maybe you don't have access to sheets or large towels, and you yeah. just have to make yeah, yeah. do right repeatedly with a little tiny towel. <laughs> right, little tiny towel. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so that's what happened. There you go. Uh, let me tell you about uh, um, preborn and their ministry in the United States of America. Uh, we are celebrating, of course, the fact that Roe v. Wade was overturned. Uh, It was responsible for the slaughter of over 63 million babies. But now the decision to uh, continue abortion will be left to the states. And some states are going to be doing more abortions than they've ever done. Well, over the past 16 years, Preborn has positioned their clinics in the top abortion cities where 50% of abortions take place. Preborn's work of saving babies' lives is going to continue at an even greater rate. As they fight Planned Parenthood and now defend their centers from the radical hate groups who want nothing more than to shut them down. Preborn's response is entirely dependent upon you, the pro-life community. Your help is needed now more than ever. So if you could consider a gift of any size, whether it's $5 or $10, uh, 50 
a hundred, a thousand, whatever you can afford, all gifts are tax deductible and will go toward saving babies' lives and helping keep preborn centers safe so they can continue their life saving work. And they have a great success rate by showing women the ultrasounds, which they show them for free because they're not, they're not going to pay for them. Um, so these are women considering abortion. And when they see the ultrasound, 80% of the time, they choose life. So great. To donate, dial pound 250, say the keyword baby. Pound 250, keyword baby, or go to preborn.com slash pound. Pat Gray Unleashed. Do you know there's a uh, supposed deep mistrust now between the White House and Volodymyr Zelensky. I've not heard this at all, but... Really? All right! A deep mistrust, they're saying. (laughs) What caused Biden's team to lose trust in Zelensky? Eh, Nobody really knows for sure. Oh, we don't know? We don't know. Oh, my goodness. Uh And why do they want that fact broadcast by uh, Tom Friedman in the pages of the New York Times? Because that's what he did. Uh, The timing of, uh, uh, they say, Tom Friedman said, of Pelosi's visit to Taiwan couldn't be worse. The Ukraine war is not over. And privately, U.S. officials are a lot more concerned about Ukraine's leadership than they are than they're letting on. Uh-huh. There is deep mistrust between the White House and President Volodymyr Zelensky of Ukraine, considerably more than has been reported. Huh. Okay. So, so what and, this sounds like to me, they're going to be printing more money to probably, send over there to pay them off. Probably. Keep your mouth closed. Here's more money. Seriously. And there's funny business going on in Kiev. On July 17th, Zelensky fired his country's prosecutor general and the leader of its domestic intelligence agency. Yeah. The most significant shakeup in his government since the Russian invasion. It'd be the equivalent of Biden firing Merrick Garland and Bill Burns on the same day. Yeah, but during a war. So that makes it even, you know, a bigger deal. Mm. Uh, it was odd that Zelensky fired two high-ranking officials in the middle of a hot war, especially since one of them was a childhood friend of his. But his stated justification was superfici- superficially plausible. He claimed that the departments they oversaw were infested with collaborators. There have been reports since the start of the war that Russian intelligence spent years before the invasion quietly bribing Ukrainian officials at various levels of government to switch sides once the Kremlin finally made its move. Mm -hmm. They didn't get much return on that investment, but they may have gotten some. And Kherson province in the south flipped quickly after the war began. That might have been one area where they bribed the officials to switch. Uh, It's conceivable that some officials in Zelensky's own government are on the take and that the Ukrainians have gotten wise to it only recently. (laughs) Of course, given the country's history of corruption... It's also conceivable that Zelensky is engaged in some sort of graft himself. Whoa, no, whoa, not my Zelensky. <laughs> no, what? <laughs> oh. And the fired officials were onto it and preparing to expose it. Mm. Although that graft doesn't, the likely doesn't involve selling out to Russia. If it does, he's been exceptionally convincing con- in presenting himself as a resolute Ukrainian patriot. Uh, is he lining the pockets of U.S. official aid? I wonder. 
Yeah. What I mean, I we've sent him yeah. billions and billions and billions of dollars. Could he be lining his own pockets? Oh. Absolutely he could. I want to see his bank account. Or just laundering that money for American officials, Joe Biden. I mean, I don't know. Maybe. The Russian government, for instance, knows all about diverting military spending to more luxurious pursuits. Or does the deep mistrust have more to do with Zelensky's goals for the war? Maybe he promised the White House early on as a condition to receiving weapons that he'd seek only to restore the pre-February status quo in the Donbass region. If so, he lied for the last seven mo- uh, several months. He's talked about regaining all of Ukraine's territory. Jim Garrity speculates shrewdly as to the motive behind the leak to Friedman. Possibility one is that the Biden administration just wants the Ukraine-Russia war to end. And Zelensky isn't playing ball, so the administration is getting ready to leave Zelensky hanging out to dry. Possibility two is that the administration foresees the Ukraine-Russia war going badly and is preparing to use Zelensky as a scapegoat. They're laying the groundwork to argue, we did everything we could to help the Ukrainians defend themselves, but in the end, they were too incompetent, too corrupt, and too beset by infighting. We, there's nothing we could do. Possibility three, Zelensky and his government really are corrupt, and the White House is keeping that information under wraps so as not to destroy support for the war in the U.S. I would add possibility four, Mm -hmm. that both the Zelensky government and the Biden administration are corrupt, Mm -hmm. and this is a money laundering scam that enriches both parties. Yep. Can I say 4B? Yeah. Uh, Option 4B is... Exactly what you said. They're both corrupt administrations. But there are people inside the inner circles of the White House and, and Zelensky's government. And they know, some people know this much about what's going on for real. Some people know this much. Some people, You know what I mean? Like They're not mm-hmm. all fully. And that's why someone leaked this information out. Because they're not on the inside. And they're like, okay, this, this isn't, this doesn't smell right. So... Anyhow, um, this is this is mm-hmm. so bad. It just and we're just gonna keep printing money to keep his mouth shut because I bet he is. I bet Zelensky's more than willing to expose what Biden is trying to hide over there. Yeah, and we've given roughly what eighty billion dollars. I've to heard that Ukraine. Estimate. Yeah, eighty billion. I've heard I've heard up to a hundred billion. Dear but heavens. let's just go with eighty billion uh-huh. conservatively. Uh, the 10 states in the United States of America. Oh, oh, yeah. So I tweeted out these fun facts about Ukraine and U.S. Yeah, here we go. With the highest total federal funding. Yes. Yeah, so in other words. Okay. Calif- so they got $80 billion. Uh-huh. Yeah. And they paid zero into our system. And, right. And right. got 80 billion, right? right? So There's no the- Ukrainian taxpayers uh, that are funneling money to the United States. Correct. So what you're about to read off here, these numbers are after states pay mm. into the federal government, the treasury, mm-hmm. then this is how their state benefits. This is what they get back. Number one is California, $43.61 billion. Mm. Texas at $26.9 billion. Ooh, We need to pull off that. Government. You might notice both those uh, well under the $80 billion figure <laughs> that we've given to Ukraine. <laughs> yes. uh, so is Florida, $23.77 billion. Okay. Number four, New York, $22 billion. Uh-huh. Virginia, $17.68 billion. Pennsylvania, $15.58 billion. Uh, Illinois, $13.18 billion. Uh-huh. Ohio at $12.5 billion. 
North Carolina, 11.3 billion, and Michigan at 10.84. So if Ukraine were a state, mm-hmm. they would be at the top of the list of almost getting, double. Yeah, double of what California. And is. it's not even been a year yet. <laughs> we're what six months into that conflict, and we've sent them 80 billion dollars. Right. Yeah, and and even wow. on a more national scale, how much money we spend on different uh, areas of our federal government too uh, are, are dwarfed compared to what we're giving to Ukraine. Yeah. For instance, um, we've spent $34.39 billion on agriculture <laughs> and $12.66 billion on energy. Oh, my God. Uh, and that's, and that's wow. so far this year, our federal government has written checks for $6.45 trillion? I cannot. Stop. Wow. It's... Wow. How much of the U.S. budget is going to socks? <laughs> right? I don't think any of it is. No, it no, needs to. I don't think we're doing anything. I mean, we need to socks, and they need to. They need to be buying some socks. Better a lot our money. The Blaze Patriotic Sock Packs <laughs> are back. At the end of last year, we released a limited supply of Let's Go Brandon socks, and those got gobbled up quickly. And you wanted more, so uh, here it is. Back by popular demand, we have new limited edition socks. Just in time for the primaries and for back to school. There's two sock packages and stylish drink covers to keep your beverages cool and patriotic. So, for Blaze TV subscribers, we want to thank you for your continued support. So, we're sweetening the pot for you. Mm. Uh, Use the promo code BLAZESUB and get 20% off your purchase. That code is only available to Blaze TV subscribers. Blaze sub to get 20% off. If you're not a subscriber, that's not a problem. Just subscribe to Blaze TV now and use the promo code uh, Blaze Socks to save on both your Blaze TV subscription and get 20% off these limited edition socks. Time to go shopping. Go to blazesocks.com and check it all out. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. And some tweets. Uh, Medieval Meandering Miller tweets. If the NFLPA keeps pushing back, I'm sure the league will finally say, uh, you know, we'll make him set out the first offensive series and call it good. How's that? That's where this is going to end up. (laughs) One Deshaun Watson. (laughs) One drive. Yeah, from six games to, uh, you know, we want a year to, uh, well, okay, yeah, maybe the first offensive series. (laughs) Before it's all said and done, it's just like, can you shoot us a couple of uh, United Way commercials and we'll call it good. Right. (laughs) Joe McCuller tweets, uh, the kickback payments from Zaleski have stopped, maybe. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's why there's deep mistrust on the part of the Mm -hmm. White House. Uh, Caffeinated Texan. Anyone care to make an over-under that Zelensky loads up on the cash, loads up the cash on a plane and flies off? It's not like that. Ha- like that's happened before. What? I, he seems like a <clears throat> a man of honor. Oh yeah, right. And and right. And almost worthy of worship, from what so I'm hearing. So noble and wonderful. So how Just is fantastic? I would never expect something bad like that. No, from him. no, no. Carl Smith tweets, uh, nothing says deep distrust of Ukraine more than nearly $80 billion paid with little or no strings attached. Ooh. Yeah, I don't. are there any strings attached? I don't think so. <laughs> and I don't think we're tracking the money. I don't think we're overseeing it. Nothing. We're just sending it over there and just, all right, do what you will. Yeah, the cashier at Target 
uh, checks your money out when you hand it over more than we are. Yeah, what we're sending over to that them. random thing they do at Sam's Club when you're going out the door mm-hmm. and they <laughs> stop you and check your scan receipt. your receipt and then three random items. That's more <laughs> than we're doing with the eighty billion dollars we've sent to Ukraine. <laughs> That's the truth. Stupid. That is the truth. It is absolutely man. true. Oh. We're not even going over there and checking three random items. Yeah, can we can we can we man, if I had cash, boy, I'd do this. This is your twenty dollar bill, right? This is mm-hmm. this is what the cashier's doing. You draw a line. Let's check the ink. Not even that for no. what we're saying. Nope. <laughs> nope. Help. Help us. Also, this is amazing. <clears throat> what of MBC MSNBC's? resident bigots uh alleged that the only reason republicans like um georgia senate candidate herschel walker is because he does what he's told oh my gosh and that's what republicans want from their negroes oh no yeah yeah which resident because there's so many to ellie mistall okay i couldn't didn't know which eli mistall mm-hmm. um Said this on Saturday while explaining to MSNBC host Tiffany Cross, who's also a bigot, <laughs> why Walker is performing so well in the polls. It's going to be a close election in Georgia because Walker has the backing of the Republicans. Now you ask, why are Republicans backing this man who's so clearly unintelligent? So Ooh. they're calling him stupid as Ooh. well. Ooh. Whoa. Who so clearly doesn't have independent thoughts, but that's actually the reason Walker's going to do what he's told. And that's what Republicans like. That's what Republicans want from their Negroes, to do what they're told. How do you get away with that? Power in the D. How do you get away with that? Hmm. That is absolutely astounding. And again, if anybody Mm -hmm. said this about any black Democrat, oh my gosh, it would lead every CNN story from now until the election. But MSNBC can say it and have a black uh, correspondent say it, and it's perfectly fine. It's perfectly fine. Nobody does a thing. Nobody even mentions it. Have you even heard about this? No. Well, I mean, if a tree falls in the forest. <sighs> You're right. That's true. MSNBC on that's the weekend true. especially. And it, the, the, the sad part is it's in this uh, commentator's heart to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the the right is always accused by the left. Oh, you're hateful. You have white privilege. You don't realize you're inherent racism or bias or whatever, whatever. And they mm-hmm. try to read your heart and read your mind uh, inaccurately, I might add. But they're so bold as to not only feel it, but say it. Mm-hmm. And then what repercussions? What reper- nothing. No consequences no. at all from it. None whatsoever. Wow. Really despicable. It's just despicable. That's the word. Uh, The FBI has, uh, it's been through a leaked document (laughs) obtained through an FBI whistleblower. We found out that they list numerous symbols and historic references and common phrases as militia violent extremists. And among those things that they label extreme are the Gadsden flag Okay. Okay. Uh, the Second Amendment and Revolutionary War symbols. Uh, those are all extremist, violent militia symbols. And that's what they're looking for. 
Oh my goodness! All three of those you just mentioned were very important in yeah. our uh, claiming independence yes. from Britain. Yes, yes, they were. Uh, I, I mean, it's just crazy. Uh, the document also lists a number of historic symbols: the Liberty Tree, the Betsy Ross flag, and uh, all Revolutionary War uh, imagery mm. that gave the nation its freedom. The list of uh, they list a number of common phrases like uh, when tyranny becomes law, rebellion becomes duty, and I will not comply. Okay, wait a minute. From the same ilk mm-hmm. that for four years of Trump's presidency, mm-hmm. their mantra was resist. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and right. so we don't want to comply right. to having crap injected into our bodies or mm-hmm. something along those lines. Mm-hmm. And now, oh, we're so evil. And keep in mind, none of the imagery from from Antifa is listed here. None, No imagery from BLM. I mean, between Antifa and BLM, they, they caused billions of dollars worth of damage during the riots of 2020. And death. And deaths. And scores of police officers wounded, injured. Uh, a few were killed. I mean, it's unbelievable. But they, yeah. they don't they don't have any symbols that uh, <laughs> that are worthy of uh, scrutiny at all. No, 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 no. no. Uh, they want us, and they won't be happy until we are a third world nation, a socialist dictatorship, exactly much like right. Venezuela. That's exactly right. In, Boy, we got a great Speaking of which, uh, Los Angeles Dodgers baseball announcer Vin Scully just died on Tuesday. Mm. Tuesday night. He was 94 years old. 67 seasons in the booth. Oh, wow. For the Dodgers. 67? Yeah. That's great. Solo. Uh, But we found a a clip from him where he was talking about Venezuela (laughs) and socialism (laughs) during a baseball game. I love it. Check this out. Socialism failing to work as it always does. This time in Venezuela, you talk about giving everybody something free and all of a sudden there's no food to eat. And who do you think is the richest person in Venezuela? The daughter of Hugo Chavez. Hello. <laughs> anyway, 0-2. Oh anyway, 0-2. Oh Here's the pitch. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, that's oh, great. I mean, the voice of multiple generations. Oh, yeah. 67 years. Al Michaels. He talks about when he was a kid. He used to fall asleep listening to Vince Scully on the radio, man. Amazing. He's a legend. Triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. More coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed. And thank you for returning with us, 888-933-93. Yesterday, Ted Cruz had a Biden official testifying. Cruz uh, wanted to know why they aren't taking threats against the Supreme Court justices seriously. Pretty good question, really. Uh, Here's how that went. Let me ask you a different question. Yes, Senator. Simultaneously, while violent terrorists are threatening pregnancy centers, we also have had protesters at the homes of Supreme Court justices night after night after night. Now, I believe protesting at someone's home where your spouse sleeps, where your children sleeps, is inherently threatening. It is designed to be threatening. Mm -hmm. And we know the violent rhetoric with the encouragement of Democratic Mm -hmm. members of Congress 
resulted in at least one deranged individual traveling from California to Maryland to attempt to murder Justice Kavanaugh. Now, as it so happens, Congress has addressed this issue. It's passed 18 U.S.C. Section 1507, making it a crime to protest at the home of a Supreme Court justice Mm -hmm. while a case is pending. Hmm. Night after night after night, these protesters committed federal crimes on national television. Why has the Department of Justice refused to enforce 18 U.S.C. Section 1507? Senator, very recently, the U.S. Attorney's Office in Maryland, in fact, has prosecuted a defendant for unlawful conduct in front of the home of one of our Supreme Court justices. So one person? Mm. To date, Mm. uh, there has been one prosecution. And what about the hundreds of others? (laughs) All of whom have violated the law on the face of Mm -hmm. it. It's not complicated. The law is very clear. Mm -hmm. Why does the Department of Justice pick and choose which laws to enforce, which criminal laws to enforce, and why does it seem to exactly follow the pattern of the partisan preferences of the Biden White House? Uh, Again, Mm. Senator, politics should play and does not play any role in our prosecutorial decisions. But I will also add is that our attorney general has increased the U.S. Marshal Service's mm-hmm. resources but that are brought to bear to protect But why have there been only one prosecution under Section 1507? Why have there right. not been any others? Thank you. Senator. Good question. Does the department believe the law is unconstitutional? And if not, why are you refusing uh-huh. to enforce it? Respectfully, Senator, I disagree that we've chosen not to enforce it. Again, mm. there has been one prosecution of a, a out defendant. Out of hundreds. What about the, the rest of the hundreds? Mm-hmm. Senator, mm. again, I cannot comment on the the current uh, status of potential investigations in this area. Final question, (laughs) was the one prosecution you referenced a 1507 prosecution or was it something else? I don't believe it was under that statute. So you haven't brought a single one? Again, (laughs) I believe the conduct itself was the focus of the prosecution. Well, I think you need to follow the law. Mm. Nice. There you go. (laughs) And then again, nothing will change. Nice. They won't take anything Yeah, but you're right. Nothing will come of it. Nothing will come of it. And it is interesting that it does seem to follow the policies and ideology of the Biden administration, doesn't it? Uh, Politics should not uh, and do not uh, Uh have anything to do Uh with who we prosecute. I agree uh, they should not, uh, but we all know they, they do. Politics do figure into your prosecutions. If you've only prosecuted one person and... Is it the person that actually called the police and said, "Hey, I'm good. I'm about yeah. to go kill one of these Supreme Court justices"? Is that is think, that the guy you prosecute? I'll yeah. bet you yeah. that's the one. Yeah. <laughs> I'll bet you a million dollars that's the one. I'll bet you they haven't prosecuted a single protester. And like Ted Cruz said, they're breaking federal law every single time they go protest at the Supreme Court justices' homes. You're, you can't intimidate Supreme Court justices while they're in the middle of a decision. Or any federal judge. It's against federal law. But they don't care. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Biden Justice Department doesn't care. They couldn't care less about what U.S. law says about this. They want the Supreme Court justices hassled. They said, In fact, they said it. They encouraged it. They encouraged it. At the very beginning of this thing, they loved it. Really bad. I mean, you're just a nation of, of men, not laws. And, and you, can't, uh, you can't have a sovereign nation like that. It, it won't last long.
if you try it. Also, CNN shed nearly 27% of their viewers this quarter compared to last year at this time Mm. and could see its annual profits dip below $1 billion for the first time since 2016. Mm Mm-hmm. The bleak outlook for CNN's business affairs comes three months after Chris Light uh, took the reins as CEO. Projections indicate the network's profits are on pace to tumble 950. Oh, they're going to tumble to $956.8 million. So that they're still making a profit, though? That's amazing. And I can't believe they're at a $956 million profit. As bad as they are, with as few viewers as they have. That's a lot of stupid sponsors right there. That's exactly what it is. A lot of stupid sponsors. Yeah. Who are just who are just signing up for CNN because they like their ideology. Now, apparently. I don't know if <clears throat> calculated into that aren't wasn't I, I, I don't know. Uh, CNN plus, didn't they sell that off? CNN Plus? Yeah. And the, I think they tried to give it to Discovery or yeah. fold it into so, Discovery. Yeah. So in other words, is that part... Did they write <clears throat> Did they write off the CNN Plus hit that they took? They must have. Um, they must have. Because CNN Plus had to lose mil- tens of millions, if not hundreds of millions or more. I mean, they put $100 million into it. Right. At least. Just to, the, just to the framework. And they were going to put upwards of a billion at one point. I think a billion dollars into it. And then they started getting scared, fortunately for them, and they cut back on it. I mean, it was a good three weeks, right? No, a powerful three weeks. How much time did you spend just binge watching CNN Plus? It almost, you know, it went by so fast. It almost seems like no time at all. Hmm. What was your favorite show on (laughs) CNN Plus while we had it? Uh, Yeah, that one. That one. You know, the one that you just were talking about. Oh, that that was my favorite one, too. Boy, what a disaster. I couldn't tell you. I couldn't name. I think Stelter had something on there. And I think uh, well, Chris uh, Chris Wallace had something that was going to be on there. But I don't think any of them ever did a show. He, no, he did, did, he they, did. he did a show. Did he do a show? Yeah. Chris Wallace did a show? Yeah, he did one. How many times? Like three? Because it was weeks. a weekly show, oh, I think. Oh, yeah. So three or four. So he did three shows and then, good. okay, we're all done. It was good. And the only reason <laughs> I know that it was a show for a fact it's because we used the clip from it once. Okay. We're well, like, there you go. Oh, look. It, it is a thing. Yeah, there's been some big disasters in the history of the city of Atlanta. Of course, uh, Super Bowl 51 with the Falcons losing after leading 28-3 to in the third quarter. You've got New Coke, which was a disaster for that. Uh, was it, though? Was it really? <laughs> or was it a massively brilliant marketing scheme? And CNN Plus. Trifecta. CNN Plus. Or Atlanta GA. Oof, man. <laughs> Jeez. You think it was just a marketing thing? You don't I, think they I, just totally screwed yeah, it up? Yeah, I, I have my hmm. suspicions okay. that it might have been a... Because they knew. I mean, why would you change the formula of the number one soft drink in the world? And I'm not not just number one by a little bit. But by a lot, and you're like, you know what we need to do is mm. is change that. It's working too well. We need to working change it too well. <laughs> yeah, we're tired of being number one by a big margin. We want to toy with Pepsi for a few <laughs> yeah. years. Yeah, let's let Pepsi come in and kick our ass for a while. How well. about that? No, I, they knew better. Okay, they knew better. I mean, seriously, it was the number one soft drink. It's been the number one soft drink in the world for I don't know how long, forever. And Pepsi's not even close. They're a distant number two. Hmm. 
So I don't know why you would do that. It doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, let's see. Since his ascension to the, to the CEO chair, Light at, C- at CNN has reportedly been keen on steering the cable network from what he perceives as sensational reporting. Now, he's, he has done a little bit of that. We've shown you a few examples of actual news on CNN. It's few and far between still, but there's been some. He's told staffers to refrain from deploying the breaking news Chiron excessively and wants the network to focus on truth oh. instead of alarmism. Try it. What? It might work, CNN. <laughs> I mean, maybe. The new Coke of journalism. I love that Rob just made that it's graphic good. and put that thing up there. It's good. <laughs> By the way, 45 to 26 Coke over Pepsi as far as market share. 45 to 26 See, that's percent. not even close. Yeah. You're up by almost 20 percentage points. It's not. Nobody has that kind of dominance. Who dominates the market like that? Only Coke. Probably. Well, and Bluebell ice cream. In the states where Bluebell is, they dominate by a lot. I think they have a 68% share of Dallas. 68% share of Dallas. In, in Louisiana, it's a similar thing. Mm. Uh, so if you don't have access to Blue Belt ice cream, I, I feel bad for you because <laughs> it's really good. They were in the news again recently, right? Blue Bell. Were they? Uh, Over what? See. They didn't have Listeria again, did they? Uh, jury picked for trial a former Blue Bell president. What's he on trial uh, for? Let's see. Opening arguments today. This was uh, two days ago. Okay. Um, I don't know. Let's see. That's interesting. I don't even know this story. Uh, so Paul Cre- Talk about typos, man. It says in the first line, it's United States versus Paul Krauss. And then later in the mm-hmm. story, he's referred to as Cruz, like <laughs> K-R-U-S-E. It can't get anything right. <laughs> so it I just don't, can't. Anyhow, um, but he was behind, uh, let's see, faces federal felony conspiracy and fraud charges over how he handled Bluebell's role in the... Listeria thing? Yeah. Oh, wow. The outbreak thing. So mm. uh, apparently there was a possible... Right. Cover up, maybe. I don't know. Really? Yeah, this is going. Well, they had it twice. Yeah. I want. I wonder if the second time around, they're like, "Shh, don't say anything about this." Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> you know that's pretty bad. That looks bad for you the second time around, especially. Once people will be like, "Okay, they made a mistake. All right, let's get Blue Bell again." And then it happens again. Eesh, that's not good. Mm. Uh, Let me tell you about Patriot Mobile. With the recent rulings from the Supreme Court, it's worth mentioning that these wins didn't happen on their own. Took the support of companies like Patriot Mobile, who have passionately fought on behalf of the unborn and on behalf of your constitutional rights. Not only is Patriot Mobile America's only Christian conservative mobile phone provider, but they've been on the front lines fighting for your values for a long time. That's why Patriot Mobile is different from every other provider out there inflation has made it hard on many families but thankfully patriot mobile has plans for almost any budget and they offer the same nationwide coverage as all the major carriers so you get the same great service plus you get the knowledge that your money is going to a company fighting for the sanctity of life religious freedom and the second amendment go to patriotmobile.com pat or call 972 patriot use the offer code pat and you'll get free activation come join the movement and make the switch today. It's patriotmobile.com slash pat. Patriotmobile.com slash pat or 972-PATRIOT.
So, Pat, what are your plans for uh, the rest of the day? Um, it's a big day, as you know. Do the show and overtime. Mm-hmm. That's it? Plan you for got, tomorrow. Got another plan after the show and overtime? Well, yeah, I'm going to plan for the show tomorrow. Okay. And then uh You're going to squeeze home. in uh, a, a, uh, a little Beavis and Butthead uh, oh, new season starting man. today. It's, it's available to watch right now on Am Paramount+. Plus. I right? ever... How many episodes have come out? I don't know. Are they doing a series or is it a movie? Well, they've already done the movie. Which, okay. Which was which, of very course, funny. I, I knew that. I was just testing you on that. Well, that was a so it's a new test. series. How many episodes do you know? I don't know. I don't know. I just know that it's available. Come on, you're a huge there. fan. You don't know how many episodes they're doing? I don't, man. Sorry. Huh. How much money they put into it? Uh, how long will this thing last? My goodness. So they're reviving. Beavis and Butthead, huh? Oh, it's revived, baby. First two uh, episodes, apparently, have dropped, dropped today. Yeah, yeah already, yeah. Fantastic. So, so we could just watch that after overtime. I can't wait. I know you're a big fan. For the new Beavis and Butthead episodes. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> Dude, I could make you a fan. See, by the time they rolled around, you were just in your 20s, and no. I was already in my 30s. And uh, I was beyond the BFS and Butthead stage, I believe, yeah, I in my life. You know, 16, 17, somewhere in there. Oh, only 16, 17? Yeah, because they came out. What year? 93-ish. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was only 12, I think, in ni- 1993. Yeah, I was 12. You just didn't have I was uh, 12. the same sense of humor. No, that's right. Uh, not right. quite the palate. Didn't have cable. As the rest of America. We didn't have cable at my house. So <laughs> what? I missed Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, no cable. Well, you can catch up now. Uh, yeah, I'll, yeah, yeah. You know what? I will. Uh-huh. I will make sure. Oh, I that bet they have the whole series, don't they? On uh, on I, is it Paramount Plus? I don't know. I've got all the the DVD of all the stuff, all the episodes. Yeah. So you want to borrow I'll it sometime? Borrow it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, maybe I'll borrow it. And you'll sometime. be so quick to return it, right? Because you know me. Because you'll watch them quickly and be like, "Here I am. I'm done." <laughs> but you've only had yep. it for three minutes. You just literally walked out <laughs> of the room went, and came back. Yeah, I couldn't get enough. I just gobbled it up. Okay. <laughs> also, we've got another little problem with a mascot kind of thing or a character from one of these uh, restaurants. <laughs> a mother is accusing a Chuck E. Cheese mascot of uh-huh. racial discrimination right. on social media, claiming the mascot purposely ignored her black daughter. Uh-oh. Did this happen again? Yeah, have you well, seen it? Let's watch it. it. I have. Here's what happened. That is a cute girl. My goodness. Look oh, yeah. Look at her. So excited. And he's giving fives. All the oh, she's so excited. White kids. All the white kids. And he sees her. He sees her. Look. Yeah. He's excited. And then he turns around and goes. Well, and goes ignored her. down the thing. It does look like. I don't like that. He ignored her. Yeah. No, I don't like that at all. I mean, granted, he's a flunky that's in there, you know. I mean, Still, I don't care. Uh, no, no, no. What Are I'm you saying not trained is, to, you know, pay attention to all the kids? What I'm saying is they just, <clears throat> from what I hear, it's, oh, it's your day to be Chuck E. Cheese. You know, mm-hmm. here's your, you know, whatever. Um, but whoever's in there, I don't care of their age. I think that was... That was bad. I just, I don't like it, man. I don't like seeing a cute little girl getting ignored. No, it's really sad. The mother, Natyana Mohammed, posted a video on Sunday of the mouse mascot high-fiving children standing on a stage. Mm-hmm. This was in Wayne, New Jersey. Mm. And then a- appearing, as you just saw, to ignore her two-year-old daughter who was not on the stage. 
as she gestured for a high five after dancing around the mascot <laughs> beforehand. And it's, oh, that's heartbreaking. Yeah, let's see this again. That's look at heartbreaking. The, look at the posture of Chuck, man. He is into it. Whoever's behind that mask. So into it. What's this? Uh, look at him. She's so excited. Uh, he sees her there. High five me. He sees her there. He sees her there. High five. Nah. Why, why would you do that? Yeah. Why would you do that? That's really creepy. Uh, so the mom said, uh, please retweet. On July 30th at Chuck E. Cheese in Wayne, New Jersey, my two-year-old, oh, she's only two, was racially discriminated against. As you can see, he gives all of the YT kids high fives. The what? Wait, whoa. What okay. are the YT? What is Oh. Oh, come on now. Hold on. It, that better not be a... What is YT? I am afraid. Uh, I'm afraid that might be a racial slur. Oh, no, really? I, I don't know. I don't know. Whitey? Whitey kids? Is that what y she's saying? It's the, no, it's the letter Y yeah. and then the letter T. Yeah, so maybe I'm being sensitive here, but... Maybe you are. What could white tea stand for? Yeah, white people, whitey, whitey, yeah, whitey. Oh, it's whitey. Yeah, so she's doing. Oh, a, duh. Whitey. Why is that? Why is that okay for her oh, to do that? Oh my gosh! I don't mean. Well, she's besmirched this a bit. Then see, hasn't the she? only good guy in this whole scenario is a little girl. As you can see, he gives all of the whitey kids mm. high fives, and purposely ignored my black baby. Okay. Well. When confronted, he ignored me as well. Mm. Okay, now you've exacerbated the problem shouldn't right. have done that hold on is she asking for the only way i can be made whole is if Chuck E. cheese incorporated based right here in irving texas writes me a check for 25 mil is that anywhere in there yet <laughs> not yet but it will be that's the next that's cycle. next week's news cycle yes yes i will say that you know they she was ignored yeah and i don't know that the kids are racist in there the yeah, guy I don't know. or whoever's in there i don't know maybe either. just too lazy to bend down maybe I mean, it could be as simple as that, but bottom line, it just it's heartbreaking to see that little girl so excited and then... Yeah. The mom like, took a little bit of the edge off, though, with the whitey kids. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. oh, don't like mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. Don't like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, New Jersey police used baby DNA to investigate crimes, according to a lawsuit. Uh, they may have used blood samples taken from babies to investigate crimes. Weird. That's a strange scenario. According to a lawsuit filed by the New Jersey Office of the Public Defender, or as we all call it, the OPD, uh, the practice <laughs> came to light after a case in which New Jersey State Police successfully subpoenaed a testing lab for a blood sample drawn from a child. Police then performed DNA analysis on the no. blood sample. No. It reportedly linked the child's father to a crime committed more than 25 years ago. Don't care. Don't care. That's amazing. Don't be dragging a kid. Don't be taking DNA wow. from a kid. That's not Blo cool. Oh. No. That should probably be thrown out. Well, that's what they're doing. I mean, that's that's all these uh, genealogy things. <clears throat> the, the suspect then became a client of the OPD, which alerted the office to the techniques used to identify the man. The lawsuit filed jointly by the OPD and the New Jersey Monitor now seeks to compel the state of New Jersey to disclose information on the full extent of the practice. Wow, they are doing some really shady things in law enforcement right now. Mm-hmm. They're doing this. They're doing that uh, that technique where where they just they oh, go to a location and yeah, uh, uh, geo uh, yes, a geo cast of geo geofencing, yeah. geofencing, mm -hmm. uh, which is 
sketchy as well, beyond sketchy. But the counter argument is, well, they caught a guy, right? So... That they otherwise wouldn't have, mm-hmm. and he's been he's been out for twenty five years, not paying for the crime he committed. Apparently. Okay, but would not the Fourth Amendment protect this child's? I would uh, think so. Yeah, blood from being just mm-hmm. taken like that. Yes, you have probable probable cause against the child. No, you don't. You're yeah. you're trying to trap their father by right. taking the blood from them. I mean, the parents probably have mm. to consent. I don't know when you when you give birth. It's been you know forever for me. Well, yeah, well, all babies uh, born in the state of yeah. New Jersey are required to have a blood sample drawn within forty eight hours. I haven't given birth. Not that I couldn't, uh, but uh, huh. you know they they obviously consent to the tests, right? Yeah, but I guarantee well, you they didn't consent. I don't, to you this don't have to consent stuff. because they're mandatory. It's a mandatory testing program that screens them for sixty different disorders. Okay, and then you law enforcement uses them to trap your parents. <laughs> no. It's great. No. These samples are processed in a state-run lab, which shares data with the state health authority and communicates results to parents. The blood samples are not directly shared with law enforcement. But if police are able to reliably obtain the samples through a subpoena, mm-hmm. then effectively the disease screening process is entered, entering all babies born in, in the state into a DNA database with no ability to opt out. Ooh, that's bad. Very. Oh, that is un-American. According to the lawsuit, parents and the public at large are unaware that blood samples taken from their children could be used in that way. Well, of course, nobody's thinking that. Huh. Yeah, they keep finding new ways to circumvent the U.S. Constitution. It's a, it's, Not good. It's a dangerous time. Yep. We, we, I mean, we are at that fork in the road. And I, I hate the slippery slope argument, but man, we've slid down that slope and we're at the bottom of it now. <laughs> we, are, we are there. We sure? Well, are, are no. We sure? Actually, I'm not. <laughs> there may be another <laughs> no. sinkhole yeah, I think that it, slides I, us down even yeah, further. I think we're at the bottom of that <laughs> hill and then there, there, we're just kind of on a ledge catching our breath. Yeah. And then uh, yeah. what remains below? We got to talk about John Fetterman too. He's the, a candidate for Senate in Pennsylvania, running against uh, Oz, uh-huh. Doctor Oz. Right. Uh, oh no. <laughs> he's got a fun situation where he's apparently been receiving uh, an allowance from his parents um, right up until he was 50 years old. Wait, is this the guy who's up by double digits? Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh-huh.